0: Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show. Wake up. With your chance to sound off, give your opinion, and tell us your thoughts. It's on. It's now.
1: It's here. It's the Andy Griffin Show. Show. On News Radio 890. 92.5. KDXU, Southern Utah's news talk leader. Welcome to the show. I'm Andy 909 on KDXU. So thankful for you tuning into the program. Thankful to all our qualifiers for our cash and cruise giveaway. We had forty-eight people. Just got the forty-eighth person uh, just moments ago at the end of Gary Sorensen's travel talk show, and uh, we're going to have us a cruise party tomorrow. starts at uh, Starts at uh, ten thirty in the morning, and at noon. Well, we we'll get everybody registered, so. Basically, we want to make sure everyone that got an entry actually is there, and because uh, we've been taking entries all month long uh, for yeah, last four weeks. And uh, once once everybody's registered at noon, then we start pulling the the numbers for the prizes. We'll to do it in reverse order, so fourth prize, third prize, second prize, and then the grand prize. Also, I have checks here in hand for the uh, five cash cab cash cabin winners, eighty nine bucks. They won instantly. All the people that qualified also win a KDXU dry fit T-shirt. So, uh, again, uh, look forward looking forward to the uh, cruise party tomorrow. A uh, couple of things I wanted to get to. Where did I put my notes? Oh, here we go. All right. Uh, what happened last week in Uvalde, Texas? Uh, heartbreaking. Just not not just the shooter, and obviously the shooter. I mean that that, that guy unfortunately, uh, will live in infamy as being one of the baddest, and I don't mean bad as in good, I mean the worst, one of the worst persons of all time to go and take the lives of all those little children, uh, innocent little children. Uh, and then the after, uh, while that was going on, not even aftermath, but while that was going on, the the battle between police and parents, uh, where police wanted to treat it like a hostage situation, telling parents, no, you, we can't go in there, he'll kill more, Parents going. He's already killing. You have to go in there, and then uh, handcuffing, and even using a taser, or at least pointing a taser at some of the parents, saying you can't go in there. Uh, all of that. Just you know, if you're a parent, and most of us are, uh, parent, grandparent, etc. Uh, just just tugs at the heartstrings. It just it just hurts to think about what what happened. Um, but there are you know, some things that can come out of this that we can hopefully do better on. I I had Steve Dunham on the other day. Uh, He was, I disagreed with him on some things. He was, he was very vocal in that they're doing absolutely all that they can to protect our school children. But he said, uh, when it comes down to, you know, something, if something does happen, that we need to all step back and let the police do their jobs. And I don't, I I don't think that's necessarily. Now, I don't want to I don't want to go against the police. Now, I, don't misunderstand me. I think we should do by and large what the police uh, tell us to do. But in the case down in Uvalde, Texas, the police made a wrong choice. And from what I can tell and all the facts aren't in yet, but from what I can tell, one guy who's an off-duty police officer got his own gun went in and kept it from being worse it could have been much 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 worse and uh so i just kind of feel like uh there are times when you have to act and uh i got the story actually i think my son sent me a link to the this stories this uh, from the associated press uh this happened yesterday Yesterday morning, they were, there were some school summer programs going on at, a, at uh, an elementary school in Gadsden, Alabama. The school was locked up, as it should be, and apparently a copycat guy wanted to go in and kill some kids. You, you haven't heard about this? Hmm, I wonder why not. Oh, I'll tell you why. Because the guy never made it in to attack the children, to kill people, to kill innocents, because there was a police officer there with a gun. A resource officer shot and killed the man as he had aggressively gone to several different doors around the school with guns, trying to get the doors open. He couldn't get in the school. The principal saw him on camera, called the resource officer who was on campus, who was on, in the building, the Resource officer confronted the man, and when he raised his gun, the police, the resource officer, shot him to death. Where's the story on this? Where is the national uh, coverage by all our networks? By all, and this is exactly what happened in Uvalde, only the system worked this time instead of failing. And all the all our national media wants to talk about is this really bad guy that killed these innocent children, which I understand. But what about this other really bad guy who was every bit as bad? His intent was to kill innocent children. The only difference between those two people uh, was was the end result. And you can say, well, that's why it's not a story. But it is a story. A man, a good guy with a gun, stopped a bad guy with several guns. It's, it's nowhere to be found. You could Google it now. You could just Google "good guy stopping bad guy," or uh, you could even uh, Google the state, and you would have a. Hard, it would be buried down in your Google results. You'd have to search for it, and you know, look, click through a page or two, and and then you would finally find it. The By the way, the school resource officer was an off-duty Rainbow City police officer. The guy that that stopped the bad guy. The sheriff said the hero from the Rainbow City Police Department suffered minor injuries as a result of the incident. I guess uh, they got into a scuffle before the shots were fired. But, I, I mean, the bottom line is it's shocking to me in this country. I still actually have a hard time believing that we are letting this go on, that, that people believe Joe Biden when he says the economy is doing well. That's what Joe said. The deficit is going down. That's what Joe said. That he's doing a good job. That's what Joe said. That The president of our country is lying, flat out lying to our faces. When he's not confused, he's lying. Why is that okay? Why, why isn't he challenged by real journalists out there? I, it just, it, it boggles my mind that, uh, you know, you and I, you're listening, I'm talking, we are into the news, probably more than your average person, probably a lot more than your average person. But if I'm, even, even if I'm myself, five years ago, well, let's go 10 years ago, because five years ago, I was the editor of a, of a newspaper, not sports editor, just the editor. Uh, but 10 years ago, I'm a guy who does ball games on the weekends. I'm a sports editor. Uh, I don't follow the hard news very closely. So ten years ago, if I hear a statement from a senator or the president or you know some leader, I'm going to go, oh, okay, that must be how it is. Am I going to research it and look it up and do my due diligence and find out what the truth is? Probably not. I'm just going to go. All right, I guess that's the way it is. Now let's see what the score of the ball game is. And I'm telling you right now, you and I are the exception. We're not the rule. Our, what we do is we search for truth. We try to we figure out who's lying to us, and it's not that hard. But we act. You have to look for it. And you know, last night's last night's spectacle, for lack of a better word. There were so many untruths. There was so much twisting of the truth. There were so many, I mean, you know, using audio from Trump talking about a completely different rally over top of some of the video they had of the January 6th rally uh, rally or insurrection, whatever you want to call it. That's lying. When you use audio that is talking about something else for your purposes, that's lying. That's the TV networks lying to us. That's the Democrats lying to us. And, and, People are taking 90% of people don't research that they listen. They, they go, Oh, okay. Must be true. That is so troubling to me. And, and honestly, I would have been guilty of it 10 years ago. I'd have been like, man, all right, that's what happened. huh? Trump, Trump caused this thing. I don't believe Trump in any way caused what happened on January 6th. First of all, they're blowing it out of proportion. What really happened? Uh, you know, they, they keep saying, wow deadly, deadly insurrection. People, die- well, one person died because a cop shot her. The cops that died either committed suicide or died of other reasons after the fact, not during the fact. I mean, it, it's another case. Again, if, if, we're going to lie to you. We're going to lie to you. And if they lie about that, if they lie about, you know, what stories to emphasize, what else are they lying to you about? Do you really believe the numbers that the things are telling you about climate change, about how electric cars are the answer, about the reason? You know, let's let's shut down all the pipelines because those are ruining the world. I saw a picture yesterday of a of a uh, a mine that that gets the uh, the mineral for the lithium for the uh, for the electric cars. It is a an ugly. Uh, strip mine that exposes the interior of the Earth's surface, and it's I, I, there's just no way. I mean, no no animal could live in that. It is as ugly as it gets. That's what they want. They want us all to drive electric cars made out of this lithium ion, and and uh, it's not the answer. It's it's opposite of the answer. In fact, I don't. But but the thing is, they don't care. They don't care. It's, I'm just, I'm so tired of being lied to. I, I have a new perspective now. When I read a story, I don't read a story and go, hmm, that's interesting. I read a story and go, where's this from? Who wrote it? What is the intent of the author or the website that it comes from? And, and sadly, and, and I say sadly because I grew up in journalism where truth. Was the only thing truth was the most important thing and the only thing that that separated humans from animals. Truth and, and somewhere that got lost. Truth became what does my boss want me to tell the story about? What what is the the view of the newspaper slash website slash TV station slash radio station? What is the view of the station? So, and I can give the truth according to them. That's gotten, it, it's, it's frustrating. It is, uh, again, a day for open lines. I'd love to hear from you. Let's go to the phone line. 673-5890 is the phone number. We'll start with Seth, who's been patiently waiting. What's up, Seth?
2: Yes. Um, did I mention to you last week that uh, I, I went and asked the county commission and the clerk's office and the records office for the oaths of office for our current uh, um, county commission.
1: No, you didn't tell me that. You went and got the actual copy of the oath, or, or would they not give it to you?
2: They would not give it to me. The bottom line was I wasn't allowed to have it and that I had to file a grandma request, which uh. is FOIA. the state, and I had to agree to paying $5 to uh, look for the file because maybe they couldn't find it, and then $0.25 a copy, and handed off the document, and was told that the records clerk would get in touch with me and uh, arrange for payment and delivery.
1: Hmm. And that hasn't happened, has it?
2: Well... I sort of got impatient after seven days. I went down <laughs> yeah. and they and they produced them when I find out online that the counties surrounding us have this posted online where you can make a copy at any time, but it seems like our county commissioners want to use uh, their attorneys and the like to make it impossible up front to obtain. <laughs> those documents. Mm. Mm -hmm.
1: Why do you suppose that
2: is? (laughs) Well, let's just throw this in. Remember I announced that we're going to have a town hall meeting? Yeah. And that the only one that was available, I guess Adam Snow, was out of town on some sort of family emergency or overseas. And so he's already indicated, but um, the other two were intending to come and notified us that they would be there at 9 o'clock in the morning the day of the event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then three hours before the event, uh, Gil Alonquest, uh, uh texted that there was some kind of really important meeting up in Beaver hmm. and that he couldn't possibly go because he and the other commissioners, and he excuse the other commissioners for not being there therefore the other people who were running three democrats in november um who are not going through the primary currently uh, were there and alan davis was there Hmm. now i i don't know what's going on but things rapidly changed this was scheduled weeks in advance And then suddenly, out of nowhere, they don't show. Now, of course, if he was not there, he was uh, not able to participate, and most of the people there were interested in hearing his responses.
1: Sure, I understand. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, it's uh, very interesting that, for whatever reason, this has become a secret document that people in our county have to jump through a bunch of hoops and pay money now. Uh, suddenly, when I went to pick them up in the records clerk office, all the charges had disappeared. Really? Yes. So uh, I I don't really understand what's happening and the secrecy involved. And uh, I, I was wondering uh, how many times has Alan Davis been on your show?
1: Alan Davis has not been on my show.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. He's running against Gill apparently, and by the way, Gill is not his name,
1: oh really Gill is Gill is not his name
2: no, i didn't uh, know that it's, it's Gilbert well, that Gill is
1: short for Gilbert. I don't think oh. we can fault him on that
2: well, and his middle name, and so even signatures that I'm holding aren't completely legitimate because you <laughs> need to use your Legal oh, names.
1: Seth! You're picking nits on that one, really, Gil no. Gilbert?
2: That's the same person. Well, um, not under the law. It's not. My, my it's name. True. My
1: name is Andrew. You're, you're saying that I'm. I'm lying to all of you by going by Andy.
2: Well, if you're advertising yourself with a picture twenty years ago, <laughs> not even the same person. So I about 20 off.
1: pounds ago that would be better for me. South well, I got to go. I got the phone lines lit up, but uh, yeah, I'm sorry things didn't work out with your town hall. hopefully I, I don't I don't like the idea of, of these uh, these uh, Canada not just Canada, these people that hold office being inaccessible. I don't think that is fair at all. I think that accessibility has got to be part of the job. there shouldn't be an insulation. Uh, You know, whether it's a posse or security guards or or whatever around our elected officials, they should be accessible to the public. I firmly believe that. And I know there are a few of them that are going to say, oh, what a pain in the neck. I don't want to have to deal with the public. Uh, That's your job. Hello. That's your job. All right. Let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, Hey, you're on. What's up this morning?
0: Morning, Andy. Morning couple things on your first story about that shooting that's mm-hmm. not surprising doesn't fit the narrative it's nope. just like i've been a member of the NRA for many years and they put out a magazine and they usually have several pages full of people protecting themselves
1: yeah i've seen that yeah
0: weapon, but you never hear about that it's always <laughs> The bad guy getting picked on—it seems like hits front page news. But you had interesting people on yesterday. This is about the third time the mayor's not showed up. Is she kind of dodging you or something for us?
1: I actually asked her that. I said, "Are you, you know, you? I know you don't love radio. Are you trying to?" And she goes, "No, I promise you, I have a really... and, and to, in her defense, she was in the hospital for a little while with some health problems, so.
0: Can't. Well, we'll wear a little slide on that one. Yeah, her people. I was a little disappointed. The lady Berclaisch, whatever her first name was, yeah, about brought yeah. up the subject of this money that the feds are giving the state, and she kind of jumped dodge from that. But if we're being building firehouses, and then you had a story today. About six and a half miles worth of trail, it's, or six and a half million dollars, we spend to build a bike trail. That's right. Now, SR seven. That's SR7. a one-time expenditure, isn't it? <laughs> I hope.
1: Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah,
0: it'd be nice if they'd go after some of that money instead of coming to our pockets. Because I've kept my tax bills through the years, and it's crazy. In twenty years, my tax rates have gone up over twelve hundred dollars. Wow! And the city gets, you know, maybe they get. 3% or whatever, but that raises every year, you know, as my house is worth more and more, Yeah. which doesn't do me a bit of good unless I sell it, so it just makes it more expensive to live here.
1: You know, one of the things that I found, I I was uh, my job, I was what I called an independent contractor or a freelancer for 20-something years. So I didn't have a paycheck, per se, with taxes. You know, FICA and all that held out for about 20 years. When I came back to work here full-time, I was absolutely stunned how much money they were taking out of my check for taxes. I couldn't believe it.
0: Oh, it's crazy. I've been self-employed for many years. And, yeah, you've got to love the quarterly taxes. And that makes you really understand what the government's got his finger in your pocket, man. It yeah. ain't a finger, it's a fist. But
1: Yeah, the whole hand, you know, for sure.
0: It's just they've got grandiose ideas for this town, you know, and it's coming out of our pocket, you know. Let's get these tourists to pay for this stuff, you know, good grief, you know. Let's yeah. We keep inviting these Californian out-of-staters to build these million-dollar homes, you know. Yeah, they love it. they got a huge tax base, but... The rest of us can't keep up
1: with it. Yeah, good point. All right, got to go to the other lines. Thank you Thanks, for calling in today. Great to talk to you. All right, you're on with Andy. Thanks for calling in today. What's up?
3: Good morning, Andy. How you doing this morning?
1: I'm doing okay. I'm a little frustrated with all the falsehoods and lying going on in the national media. But other than that, I'm good.
3: Yes, amen to that. I hear you. Yeah, that that charade last night with the show, with, you know, trying to tear Trump apart and Liz Cheney and all of that—it is—it's just—it is so sickening what they're doing, and and our country is becoming more and more divided. You know, they—they—it's like they want to pretend that they're the good guys or whatever, but they're just dividing it. You know, dividing it, making it worse. And the the election was absolutely flat out stolen from Trump. You know, through the four or five states that had the shenanigans with the votes and the. This and that. It was flat out stolen. I feel really bad for President Trump. You know, he his policies were so spot on perfect. And yet all they do is, you know, and it worked just tar and feathering. And uh, it's just really sad.
1: And that's the frustrating part, because I feel like you do, although I try to keep it quiet because I don't want people calling me crazy. I feel like the election was was there was definitely amount of rigging and and fixing going on in key states. But uh, then so not only did Donald Trump see this happening, but then he tried to to defend himself and talk about it. And then all of a sudden now he's a pariah. He's a guy that started riots and and uh, abdicated for the overturning of our current government. He never did
3: that. No, 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 not at all. It, it's all like like Trump said, fake news. Um, it, I feel if Trump. You know, we can't go back, but you know, unfortunately, he had that little instinct in him to to want to fight, which isn't bad. But he, but he would he would fall into the traps a lot. You know, uh, the the back and the forth and the Twitter and the things like that. And yeah, people just got the opinion. Oh, we just got to get rid of this guy but really the politicians, the big politicians back in D.C. are scared to death of him because of, of what he stands for. He's a true populist, and his policies are spot on, and they're like, oh no, he's going to shine light on all of the shenanigans we're doing. And it just, it's just so apparent today the FBI and the CIA and all of that, they're all in on this. They're all, unfortunately, corrupt. And if you're a Democrat, it's almost like you get a a get-out-of-jail-free card if you're a Democrat. But if you're a Republican and and they find out you're a Republican, they're going to come after you with knives. In fact, Andy, because of that, I actually, when I renewed my license back in January this year, and they're asking me my political affiliation, I'm not a Republican anymore. I hate to have to say that, but I, I went independent or... Constitutionist. I don't know exactly what I did. Definitely wasn't a Democrat, but I didn't register as a Republican. Hmm. And I see I don't got. I'm not in the primary. I can't vote in the primary now. But it's because of I just don't trust it. I'd rather be anonymous now and not get shafted down the road because of my political view. Is that sad or what?
1: It's awful. It is awful. Hey, thank you for the call, Taylor. Appreciate it.
3: Thank you, Andy.
1: I, I just, I mean, he's right. Fear is a big motivator. And I think maybe as we start digging down as to why they lie to us all the time, uh, the national media, the, the leftist politicians, maybe it's, maybe their fear. Maybe they're afraid of being found out of what and who they really are. I think it's motivated by money and fear. And the fear is that they might lose their money. Mm. Very frustrating for sure. All right, we'll take a break. Hey
0: call me the meat man. You ought to see me eat now. I'm the meat man. You ought to see me eat now.
1: Hi everybody, we're talking with How Troy Paul from the Barbecue Pit Stop. The barbecue pit, pit, stop. The barbecue pit stop is located at one eighty north three hundred east. That's right behind Napa Auto Parts on the north side of the boulevard. Let's talk about different types of barbecue cookers. Now I have a Yoder, a pellet smoker. I also have a pit barrel, which is charcoal.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: What else is out there, Troy?
4: Sure. Well, there are lots of different types. Um, most people are probably familiar with like a gas grill. This would be like your Weber or whatever it is. You have propane, maybe natural gas. Um, that's what most people are familiar with and have used forever. Uh, probably the most popular recently um, it would be pellet cookers. And that would be like your Traeger, Camp Chef makes some great ones, uh, Yoder, like like what you use. Mm-hmm. Um Those are probably the most popular now with smokers because they're so easy to use. Now, we have different types, some other charcoal cookers um, that are out there. Each of them has a different good use. So if you want a gas grill, that's awesome, and we can supply those, and we've got some really excellent ones. If you want a pellet cooker, nobody has a better selection um, than we do or expertise on that. Um, We are a Traeger Platinum dealer. Um, And so if you're interested in pellet cookers, then we know them inside and out. Um, But basically, gas is great for quick, convenient, hot and fast cooking. Mm -hmm. If you want to smoke foods, then pellet cookers are really simple now as well, but they they add so much more flavor. It now tastes wood-fired as opposed to... Uh, you know, gas fired.
1: <laughs> you're not going to get a burger in 20 minutes, but I'll tell you what, what you do get when you get it is pretty amazing.
4: Oh, man, it's so good. And it's, they're just so easy now, too. They have them with Wi-Fi and all these different things, but they're they're incredible. If you're looking for just more information on that, come on into our store. We can talk you through it for sure.
1: So, Troy, let me ask you this. Does it matter which brand of pellets you get, or,
4: or are they all the same? It it actually matters quite a bit, Andy. Really? Yeah, and they all look the same, and you think, oh, a pellet's a pellet. Um, But the difference is the type of wood that they use is going to provide a different combustion. And so some of them are going to be more efficient. Some of them are going to just produce a lot of ash Mm -hmm. and not great flavor or consistency. Some of them can be harmful to your oven that you're cooking with. It'll start to jam the auger or different things. So you want to make sure that you have a good pellet that has a good wood base on it.
1: And the place to get those is at the barbecue pit stop. It's one eighty north, three hundred east, right behind Napa Auto Parts on the north side of St. George Boulevard. Thanks, Troy. Ah, Thank uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Meat Man. I'm gonna be honest with you, I'd never even heard of this song before until uh I don't know. Maybe don't know six months ago, when Troy Paul said, "Hey, I got a perfect song for the theme, the theme song for our radio show," and it was "Meat Man" by Jerry Lee Lewis. No double entendre or anything. This is just a guy that likes his meat. I like to barbecue meat, and it uh, uh, turned out to be uh, just 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 right. Anyway, this is the Andy Griffin Show. Six. Uh, uh, it's not six. Twenty-one minutes till ten o'clock. We have again our cruise party tomorrow. I've been giving away tickets to the Rock Bowl. In fact, I have one pair left. So if you uh, got your texting handy, you got your phone handy, and you want to text me, four three five four six seven five eight four two. I've got a pair of tickets to tonight's concert at the Sand Hollow Rock Bowl to see the Relics. That's a classic rock band. will be dancing and uh, now and bring your own chair. They have it's it's basically a stage and a big grassy area surrounded by red rocks. It's really awesome. If you haven't been there you need, need to go check it out. The concert doesn't start till eight as they let things uh, cool down just a little bit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, bring your own chair. They do have chairs to rent there. If you'd rather not carry a chair and you can, because it's maybe a two-block walk in there once you park, uh, you can rent a chair if you want to. They actually have all kinds of things you can rent, an umbrella and stuff like that, but uh, that's, uh, again, if you want to text me, I've got a pair of tickets. First person to text, I'll get you uh, into the uh, relics tonight at the Sand Hollow Rock Bowl. 9.40 on KDXU. Uh, yeah, I, I referred earlier to uh the uh global warming issue the climate change all all the catchphrases they use to scare you and uh you know i just i, I truly believe in today's day and age that truth is relative and i th- i think that uh You've really got to search out, search it out. I don't mean truth itself is relative. I mean, the way they treat truth is relative. I think truth is truth. And I don't believe that we are in a climate uh, uh, emergency here on planet Earth. I believe that, uh, you know, especially in the United States, we do more. We do more in the U.S. of A because of pressures in the left, from the left, left side of the aisle uh, to protect the environment than, than any country in the world. And so that's why, to me, you, you start putting all these little little pearls on the same strand, and you start putting it all together, and you're like, hey, wait a minute. For instance, uh, Joe Biden trying to purchase oil and gas from the Saudis, from Venezuela, from Russia. Uh, not trying. He, he's done it. He's doing it. At the same time, shutting down or not allowing or raising the leases or whatever, our very own energy supply here in the United States. And his reasoning is, what he tells us, is, uh, you know, to, to save the environment. We've got we've to take care of our homes. But the truth of the matter is, if you look at what we do here for the environment, I mean, every project is, there's a thousand page EPA study. We are so much more careful about the environment than anywhere else in the world. And it's not even close. And, and yet, he tells us, well, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. You know, we're going to buy it from Russia or we're going to buy it from Saudi Arabia because we don't care what they do with the environment. We only care what we do with the environment. That doesn't make any sense. The world is the world. So you say, hey, I'm going to make my little corner a little uh, greener. We won't get, We won't drill for oil over here you guys go drill all you want anywhere you want ocean sand forest whatever we don't care again more hypocrisy all right uh, love to take your calls today six seven you're on with andy what's up this morning good morning andy morning
5: so uh your very last topic you just talked about um you know this is going to be the next uh, crisis that we're going to have to deal with as a, a global community and that is uh you know, climate emergency, um, if you're paying attention, you can see this coming a mile away. Yeah. And ESG, which, you know, I've spoken about several times on your program, is mm-hmm. front and center in this. And, you know, if you want to know why your fuel prices are so high, learn what ESG is. And, uh, you know, it, it's all there for you to see. You know, unplug the, the nightly news and this nonsense. Of course, I didn't watch it last night, I, but I didn't need to because they're lying, like yeah.
1: you pointed out. Why would I listen to yeah. a liar? There, was, there were so many untruths last night, and and, and not and, and they're subtle about the way they did a lot of it. So they're not subtle about a lot of it, but some of it, they're subtle, like playing audio from a different rally over the the video of the January 6th rally, making it sound like those two happened at the same time, when in fact they were like two days apart.
5: And this is nothing new. If you pay attention, they've been doing this for years. But I'd like to uh, switch over to... You know, you had a couple of guests on yesterday that were from the city representing, uh, you know, the, the budget and mm-hmm. some of the plans that they had. You know, one of the things that, that continually frustrates me is that we'll have somebody on, whether it's from the city or the Fed or the, uh, the county, wherever they're from. And they're always talking about, well, our water conservancy is another good example. Um, you know, well, we're, we're only raising your taxes just a small amount. What they don't understand, and I've had none of them address this, what is the total tax burden of a Utah citizen? They'll never talk about that because if you actually talked about it, you would realize that Utah is one of the most heavily taxed states. Again, you can throw out California, New Jersey, but honestly. um, So I'm holding my property tax uh, statement, and there are 10 agencies or 10 entities as they call them and all of them have their hand in our pockets every one of them so when Deanna, i think her name was and you know she's a nice lady i'm sure very very kind very nice lady but you know she's representing a position mm-hmm. when she talks about well we're only raising it a little bit and it's been 35 years that's one of the 10 hands that are on my and your property tax True. But Andy, have you looked at your utility bill and you see the taxes you pay on those? Mm,
1: try not to. <laughs>
5: no. Have you looked at your phone bill and saw the taxes yeah. that you pay on those? Certainly. How about buying tires? Have you bought tires lately? Have you seen the fees that you pay to get rid of those tires? We are taxed to death. Yeah. The trouble is, you know, it, it's a death by a thousand cuts. Deanna's on, oh, we haven't raised it in 35, which I find that very hard to believe. But I'm sure that they have an explanation. It doesn't actually fit with, well, wait a minute, I'm paying more. Yeah, but because of this, that, and the other thing, technically we haven't raised them. You know, I think it's Richard that was on earlier. He was talking about a $1,200 increase. Somebody's raising something.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
5: so I also... And this isn't beat up Deanna. I'm glad she came on and she gave us some information, but she didn't really answer my question about inflation. What are they doing in the budget to plan for future inflation? You know, it was just reported yesterday. Now it's 8.6, which of course is a lie. It's double that. But what's the city doing to budget for this? You know, all these parks and recreation, they own four golf courses uh, Sun Tran, uh, you've got, uh, the, uh, the, this new recovery or receivings, uh, which is partnered with the, the county, but you have all of these, what I would consider non-essential services, but you notice they talked about police and fire and well, yes, of course, that's the proper role of government. Oh, this other, and Andy, you supported the, you know, the pickleball thing. Are Are you okay with me paying for your pickleball playing?
1: That's, a, that's a, a complex question, and I'm going to uh, dodge it. no, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was I'm joking around. Yeah, I guess the thing, you know what? I guess the thing oh, I would say God. about that is I you know, I'm okay with paying for someone else's kids to be educated. I, I feel like that's an important thing, and, and you know, pickleball, parks, things like that, maybe not, but there, there are certain things. I don't mind paying a little bit of uh, taxes to help a uh, better society, like education.
5: All right, but what what's the difference between voluntarily doing that and being forced to do it?
1: Yeah, good point. You're you're right, no, and
3: that
1: is, and the thing right. about like 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 parks and, and pickleball and stuff, it's hard to co- conceptualize that. You know, hey, are you going to pay to go to pickleball? Well, you know what? If I had twenty dollars back on my taxes, or fifty dollars back, or a hundred dollars back on my taxes, it, certainly I would love to pay a private entity to play pickleball. If I had that much money back on my taxes, but it's hard, for, I think, for all of us to conceptualize that.
5: Well, that's never a choice either. It's You're always right. like. SunTran, for example. I mean, I can't believe we still have a bus system. So that's a 1920s concept. Why aren't we allowing the, the uh, new technology phones and Uber, you know, instead of standing out in the hot sun for 15 minutes waiting for a bus, mm. why don't we figure out a way, because everybody's got a phone, even if you're poor living under a bridge, you got a telephone. Right. So why not give these people vouchers for uh, using Uber instead of paying millions of dollars, which, we subsidize Suntran. Suntran, if it had to live and die based on its operating profit, would go out of business immediately.
1: Yeah, I would never it's make only it.
5: Only there because we subsidize it, and so we just need some better thinkers, and we need people soon, because I'm pretty sure everybody's noticed we're in big trouble everywhere you look.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and your, you know, your question about inflation and planning for inflation is, is spot on because. The, the thing that you said, I believe, and the thing I agree with is it's not going to get better soon and and so we be, in, in fact, there's a pretty good chance it's going to keep getting worse, and gas is going to be maybe seven, eight, nine, ten dollars in the next year or so uh and, and so you know, has a government planned for that i I don't know that they have uh we the, the, you know they're just now planning for the growth. <laughs> How are they going to start planning for the inflation that's that's coming?
5: Andy, they, they can't. These people are way over their heads, most of them. And, you know, it's not, it's not a slam to them as a person. They're just way out of their league. The kind of problems that we had in history, you have to go back to Ronald Reagan and Paul Volcker to go back to the same kind of inflation that we're dealing with today. Those two guys raised the interest rates that peaked at 21%, which, of course, craters the economy. But that's what has to happen to stop inflation. These guys are tippy tippy toeing around a half a percent interest ra- uh, rate. It, it's they have no idea what they're doing, and unfortunately, we're the ones that are going to pay the price for that. Mm-hmm. And, and back to the point of this ter- changing anytime soon. I'm an observer of trends. Mm-hmm. Trends will always tell you where you're going. There is no trend developing right now that's going to reduce the amount of the price of gas because we're doing so many things to do just the opposite. You know, closing the XL pipeline, not allowing these uh, oil companies to explore into various areas. I mean, it's it's item after item. You don't have to be very bright to see why this is happening. What I don't understand is why my fellow citizens accept it.
1: I think it's like I said at the start of the show, Steve. I think it's people. Ninety percent of people are they, they only have dipped their toes into this information and they just believe what they're told and they they think that, you know, that's the way it is and there's nothing they can do about it.
5: I, I think you're right, and I have one recommendation and you've been very kind with your time and I appreciate it. So so what are a solution? Well, one of them is if you want to know the truth that can be verified and people held accountable, get the magazine The New American. They've been around since the fifties, and these guys have a, a foundation and a history that is uh, that is unquestionable. If you want the truth, get it from somebody who gives it to you. The new American.
1: The new American. All right. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Bye. Nine fifty two on KDXU. Be right back. I just wanted to thank you for listening to News Radio 890 925 KDXU. We are your home for BYU Sports. For the
2: F3, got gonna run!
1: the latest news.
2: I'm Greg Neff from the KDXU 24-hour news center. Here's what's happening. It's a-
1: my show, The Andy Griffin Show. Welcome to the program. I'm Andy. Thank you for tuning in on this sunshiny Monday. And of course, the best of conservative politics from around the globe with the Travis and Section Show, John Hannity, Ben Shapiro, and Mark Levin. You can find it all right here on News Radio 890-925-KDXU. Running a little short on time. Got about five minutes left, but that does leave me time to take another phone call or two. If you want to be part of the show, I'd love to hear from you. 673 5890. 673 5890 is the phone number. Got in trouble for playing this once. It was Andy Griffith's birthday the other day, though. And uh, I always tell people, and they're like, no, you're lying. No, honest truth. I've heard it, I've seen it. That song, this song, there are actual lyrics, and uh, it's called "The Fishing Hole." And if you go on YouTube, you might have to do a little searching. It's not going to be the first thing you do, but uh, search uh, "The Fishing Hole" or Andy Griffith. He, I, there's a version of him singing the theme show to the Andy Griffith uh, show, the theme song rather to the Andy Griffith show. I think that's that's kind of cool. Um. All right, couple of things I wanted to get to before we go. Uh, again, the inflation report is out. Eight point six percent is the number they're giving to it, which uh, cracks me up because they don't take into account gas or food. Well, what do we mostly buy? You know, they're talking about uh, <laughs> they're talking about uh, what do they call them uh, uh, hard goods, uh, things like clothing and. Uh, I don't know car sales and things like that and and they say well inflation's up 8% 8.6% on that stuff have you looked at the gas tank lately it's not uh, it's up 8. 8.6% in the last week no in the last 2 days it's up 8.6% it's i mean you know for them to discount, well, food doesn't count and and gas doesn't count, so we're we're gonna we're gonna leave those out and call inflation eight point six percent. The other thing that cracked me up, I had a story that came across the wire earlier today. I don't know if I can still find it, but uh, sometimes I get this stuff from Associated Press or Metro Source, and I'm just like, really, really, that's where we're gonna go with this. I can't find it. it's It's not right there for me, but the gist of the story was this: uh, Joe Biden understands the pain Americans are feeling with the current inflation and gas prices. Joe Biden understands, and he's going his number one priority domestically is to fight inflation. That's what it said. Do you believe any of that? I mean, let's start at the beginning. Joe Biden understands. Joe Biden's a lifelong politician who is a multi-multi-multi millionaire. Wouldn't be surprised me surprise me if he was a billionaire. Who's been taking a ten percent cut off of all of his uh, business deals with his kids and his family, his whole life. Joe Biden is a guy who uh, has never been, at least not for fifty years, a an actual citizen. Who buys gas? Who pays the electric bill? Who goes to the grocery store? He hasn't been that guy for a long, long time. How could he possibly understand what we, the public, are feeling? How I feel when I stopped in went to Salt Lake last weekend. Stopped in Fillmore on the way home. Paid five oh seven a gallon to fill up my vehicle. I asked my wife. I said, "What's the most you've ever spent to fill up?" this little Ford we have. And she said, I don't remember. And I said, well, was it over 50 bucks? Yeah. Was it over 60? She "Ah, I don't remember. We paid $79 to fill that little Ford. I mean, come on. Joe Biden understands. And then he says his number one priority domestically is to fight inflation. Really? Because it seems like his number one priority is to kowtow to bow to the uh, extreme left when it comes to climate change. If his number one priority was to fight inflation here in the United States domestically, uh, wouldn't he open up those pipelines? Wouldn't he lower the leases? Wouldn't he allow these people that he laid off to go back to work and make America Energy independent once again. I mean, if he really cared, if he really wanted to help, would he start doing that stuff instead of saying, oh, you know, we all need to get on electric cars. So it's okay if gas is a little bit high, because that'll spur people to buy an electric car, a lithium ion strip mine car. All right. Well, next time you fill up the gas tank, think about Joe and how concerned he is, how he can relate, how he feels your pain.
0: I'm not buying it. I'm paying for it, but I'm not buying it.